0: (sighs) Ugh, Jesus. All right, so... (laughs) The Cosmos has made its will known to me, uh, apparently, because this is the second time I've tried to release a conversation with this wonderful human, and it fucked up both times. The first time, we went for, God, must have been two and a half, three hours, but the tracks got desynced. They did not synchronize properly, so... The, they were different lengths, the the waveforms were overlapping, we were talking over each other, it's unlistenable, basically. The raw content that I got from the first one was unlistenable, and it just required way too much work. Um, the same thing happened with this episode, and we also did have connection issues, as is a regular thing on podcasts everywhere, so it's uh, I, I can't, I'm not going to feel too bad about it because the content is fucking gold. Um, but just be aware that that is one of the things that we're trying to work with Zencaster on. They had apparently released a patch to fix this desynchronization problem. Uh, I guess it did not work. Uh, anyway, this is another Humanity First episode. Now, I re- we recorded this back on January 22nd. So... As you know, Andrew's dropped out since then, or rather, quote, suspended, unquote, his campaign, Uh, which, if we're being technical, according to FEC guidelines, does not mean he dropped out. He's still on the ballot. In most states, you can still vote for him and still should. You should vote with your heart. Don't let people tell you that you have to sign some loyalty pledge to be a decent human being. That rhetoric is going around a lot right now, and you need to shut it down. <laughs> Stick to your heart. Vote with your conscience. Don't let anybody try to tell you what to do with your vote. Anyway, <laughs> the Humanity First series is absolutely continuing on the show. The framing is going to change slightly. Um, it's just about bringing some goddamn humanity back into our political discourse this is the way fucking forward guys this is how we build bridges um too many are willing to burn them so we need to stand up to them and apparently just fucking show them what's right so here we go back to Mind Wave, jenner here we are continuing humanity first and my guest today is ariel bakshanda hey ariel what's going on man Uh,
1: things are going pretty pretty all right uh you know the the seasons have ended it's getting a little warm in california over here but you know i really wouldn't mind if it did snow in california one day but uh yeah because i'm just so used to the warm weather
0: mm. Yeah, we didn't get much snow this year. I was kind of kind of bummed about that. So a uh, handful of people will know that you you actually recorded with me for season one of this humanity first uh, thing that we're doing, and the audio got just totally fucked on it, which was extremely unfortunate because it's a fantastic conversation. And again, I'm gonna one of these days when I have several hours, uh, try to piece that back together and get it out like on the after show or something because it's just fucking gold. Uh, but Yeah, man, let's uh, unpack your origin story in a little box. Who are you? Where are you at? What's your story? And, you know, what about Andrew Yang's campaign is firing you up?
1: Yeah. So, what, what, what is it with me? Is that like I'm the son of immigrants, just like Andrew, who uh, came from Iran. And uh, I'd like to say that I, I'm a man who really enjoys uh, science and technology. And the interesting thing is this: is that like even even though I was more of like an introverted and an intellectual person while I was going to school, I really thought that. Like the school system does everybody a disservice because life when you leave school is all about uh, finding out things on your own, kind of being your own boss and trying to understand things for yourself. But then life before school is the opposite of that. Shut shut up, sit down, do what you're told, uh, get these grades and everything will be hunky dory just as long as you listen to all of us and do what we say. And then you find out that, that in the digital age, that's all just a load of complete bull. So so the thing is, is that like when I went to Beverly High with the intention of just, okay, um I'm I'm done with school, like I can't stand school. I just want to, you know, work now because this sucks. So then I was told that, hey, no no no, that's that's a really bad idea. Like right now, uh you you could work and, you know, work your way up in a company uh, after high school. But, you know, the, the better idea would to be to go to, to university because after, after you finish university and it doesn't matter what you get, get your degree in, anything you get your degree in, you, you, you're you likely to make a million dollars more. Wow. A million dollars more than a person who did not go to university. So I was like, well, OK, um, I guess I could start a community college, transfer to a university and then, you know, go from there. So while I was going to community college, I was like, Okay, well, um, I'm I'm here and like it just feels like a repeat of high school. Like seriously, like it 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 didn't feel any different. In in high school I was always told, Oh, like college is gonna be so different and so much harder and you know, whatever and and you you you're really your own person in college and it, it really like matures you. But then when I went, I'm like, it really doesn't feel like that. It just feels like it's a repeat of high school. Community college was, but it felt a little more free. So then I was like, okay, so where the hell are the jobs? And then and then I started applying for jobs, and then they're like, oh, well, where's your experience? And I'm like, okay, well then, didn't like, are you are you people really this dumb? Like, how am I supposed to get experience if I can't get my foot in the door in the first place? And then they're like, okay, well that's that's your problem. And I'm like, well, is that what I went to school for? Like, what what's wrong with you people? are you like it's it's like um it's like they're retarded sorry like not no offense to the people who are really like that i'm just talking about them it, they're dumb they're ignorant so then i'm like okay well then fine um that happened and so uh, i get i get a degree in broadcasting and i'm like oh boy i can't wait to like go into the field and you know do my stuff and then they're like oh well you know the field is competitive and and then I say, okay, well then, and then I end up working uh, retail after community college. And I'm like, okay, well, holy shit. Like I was told that if if I were a high school dropout, that this retail minimum wage would be my future. But then if, if I worked in minimum wage or retail, like before high school, at least I would at least be going up in the company. So I'm like, okay, so what gives like, what the, what the fuck is going on here? And then I'm like, okay, so I guess I better just go to university then. So then I go to university and I fish all this stuff, and then I get like a boring office job. And I'm like, well, I mean, and then, and then like the office job required a degree, but I'm like, I could have graduated like eighth grade and. Done the exact same kind of boring repetitive. What is going? on? And I'm like, okay. I went to a program to learn 3D printing. I learned 3D printing. They still told me I didn't have enough experience. And then it wasn't. It wasn't until like right now that I got a job that I really enjoyed at an electronics store. And I was finally happy. I was like working in the gaming section and helping out customers and doing that. And but it but it still paid minimum wage. And then once the season was over, my boss was like. Oh, you know, you've been great. And we loved having you here. And you're an amazing personality. And this has just been amazing. But we're gonna have to let you go because like, we we, customer traffic isn't what it's used to be. And you know, blah, 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 this and that and all this other shit. And I'm like, Okay, so let me get this straight. Like, I followed all the rules that I was told that this is the formula that you follow to be successful in life and be happy and to have a steady job and to, you know, go up in the world. But now it just feels like, you know, you're up Shett Creek without a paddle. So, but I followed the fucking formula. So is that really on me? Or like, are, are the people who created this formula just idiots who don't know what's going on? You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, right. it's crazy. Just briefly off air, we were talking about this and, and framing it in the terms of like, the value of human labor should not fluctuate with the fucking market. Like your value should be the same today as it is three months from now, as it is, you know, nine months from now, like the, this seasonal bullshit is especially tough in, in a lot of areas, including the one where I'm at here. Cause it's, you know, small town, highly seasonal, you know, it's town survives on tourism. So you got to kind of <laughs> find your way in, uh, in fucked up situations like this. It's cause, you know the market doesn't value us and it's it's fucking bullshit and frustrating so you know redefining value in the 21st century is like a huge challenge
1: right right well well exactly it, but if that if that was the if that was the case we would you know be privy of this in high school right well, then, then, then our high school teachers could have told us this is the way the market right. works because they don't even know how it works. Our college professors could have told us like this is the way the market works. Like our parents could have told us this is the way the market works. This is the way, but we, but it's like okay, and but, but that's the problem. Like we're not even prepared for it. Instead of being told this is the way the market works and this is what you know happens and these are the harsh realities of life, we're told like oh, you know, just, just you'll you'll get it magically. When you get older, and it's like, what, what the fuck, man? Right?
0: <laughs> right. Or like they, they spend years trying to teach you fucking algebra but they won't take five minutes to teach you like how to do your taxes you know right no, or, not, not or, even or, like, taxes what a mortgage or, is or, what, what, or, what do employers
1: you know? look for in an employee like how do you you know increase the bottom line of a company's profit profitability so they keep you on and they don't end up letting you go or how these things work so so it's like it, it, it's like they send you into like the like f- freaking like you know a ba- what are those like battle tv game shows or like whatever the hell you call it like they, they 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 send you to battle with like you know like like a gladiator battle when you've never even trained once yeah and then and, and then they just they just say like okay fight to the death like you're you're not our problem anymore
0: but but then but it, then they do kind of hunger games right right yeah. right. they
1: send you into the fucking <laughs> hunger games when they've never trained you and and that that's what our tax dollars pay for so this is this is the part that really pisses me off it's like okay like I'm paying the tax dollars to, you know, my stupid ass government that, that doesn't even think and use its brain. And when it comes to the people, like when, I'm, when I'm out, you know, out on my luck and I'm going through a troubled time, I wonder that these tax taxpayer dollars that I'm paying right now as an employee is actually going to help me when I lose this job. So then if it's not, like, where's this money going to, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's deep and system wide. I mean, when you look at... Like, the retirement system is a great example. We have people working their whole lives to try and rack up enough fucking points to be able to retire. Most people have no hope of fucking retiring now. They work their whole lives for their shit. They're about to fucking lose it. It's a... Yeah. It's a fucked up system. Uh, Thankfully, there is uh, someone out there trying to help unfuck it a little bit, and that's how you and I came together. So... Maybe we could pivot to to Andrew Yang for a minute and tell like what what about you know about his message resonates with you?
1: Well, well, um, just like the his the obvious flagship proposal of a thousand per month because uh, a lot of people look at it that oh it's it's going to make people you know lazy. But when I when I worked at the electronics store, uh, it wasn't uh uh about we were we were expected to sell. Um, a thousand dollars per hour, <laughs> not even per month. You know, <laughs> like like our our sales goals was a thousand per hour. So it's like I wonder if everybody got a thousand per month. If everyone could like buy a thousand dollars per hour worth of product, and that's that's really all that they they really really care about. You know, your not your numbers. And then, and then, and then I just told myself, but then like, if, if automation is taking everybody else's job and everybody else is like economically struggling, they're going to have less money to come and spend over here. And then when I get, if, if, which, which, if, if I get let go because, you know, people aren't spending money here, then other people are going to let go because I'm not going to be spending my money at other stores. So it's this vicious cycle that we don't. (laughs) <laughs> that 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 these stupid people don't understand. You know
0: what yeah, I mean? It definitely has that like knock-on kind of positive feedback loop. You know, poverty. It, it's a ripple poverty effect. charges interest, and when when you're you're told that the market doesn't value, then you can't provide more value to the market. To. Ver- You know, allow the market to provide more value to people. Right, right. Very, very big. Yeah, yeah. you you
1: see see how idiotic this is. Like, let's say, like, like when I go on break, there was a certain, you know, place I would go to eat that was like right across from, right? And I was a customer. So now that I'm no longer working, I'm no longer a customer at that place that I was going to eat, right? And then uh, maybe one of the people over there, they're gonna say like, we're not getting enough customers for this place, so we're gonna have to let you go now. At, like one of the, the fat and, and let's say they're just getting started in life. They're you know you, you know you know what I mean. So and us say that this person right. was, like, over there at that uh, also was like a customer somewhere else. You know, and and they don't have any other skills. And then and then it's all and then it just it just you know. See
0: what happens. Yeah, the market just lost another consumer, and there (laughs) should be some kind of mechanism in the market that wants more consumers. I mean, like that's that's why, if you really look at UBI as just like from a purely numbers standpoint, and in how it would play into the economy, I mean, this is just enabling more consumers to buy more stuff. Right. And that's what we want. That's what cat, the goal of capitalism we want. It, it doesn't matter how high the uh, supply is. If the demand is low because people aren't, you know, people can't be consumers. The The very markets that rely on consumers take away people's ability to be consumers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like they're shooting themselves in the, their own foot with every step that they take. And 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 then say, like oh well business yeah. is bad you know like duh. you know why because because of this shit and and you 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 know like it's it's insane uh, the the thing that that I that I like I hear is like like what they want you to do is like use these crazy NLP techniques to like get people to spend more money mostly sometimes on things that they may or may not need and then when when the people aren't spending the money then the sales managers have you and they're like oh you didn't like say this in this tone or in this kind of way or you know you know this is the way that you talk to them let's 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 talk like this and say like but you know sir like it doesn't matter they don't have like a job you you stupid idiots like what what is wrong with you people that mentality it's like like
0: the uh the nineteen fifties door to door vacuum salesman. It's like there's not right. really a market for that. People don't uh, need to be told what they yeah, want. People yeah. know what they want, they just don't have the yeah, fucking exactly, money to buy exactly. it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And and the sales managers like don't understand that. They think like by hounding us and saying like, oh you need some more. Like think like, like when did retail become that you're old? like you get paid like a minimum wage and not commission? You're also expected to be their salesman at the same time. Right.
0: And, the, right? and then their answer is so backwards because they're like go out there and be more aggressive because that's what people love it's a fucking aggressive salesperson who's right. up in the fucking face. They hate like, that. Yeah, Do you have any questions? Can exactly? It's Yeah, it's really detached. ridiculous. Like
1: my like my, my the general manager of the store, like I, I was working at a gaming section and there were these two people like browsing the games. I already like came up to them twice and said like oh if you need anything please let me know and also like whenever you want you don't have to go to the front like I can check you out right here. And they said thank you. And then I was like hovering around and then the general manager Came you talk to these people? Talk to these people. They, it's like yeah, twice. Like leave me alone, <laughs> and they want me left alone. Like, <laughs> you know, like like that. It does like
0: it's they're, so, they're, they're victims it's, of the it's, same it's system. Crazy. The, the the system didn't prepare right, right. them either. So I think it as right. as easy as it is to get angry at the absolute backwards dumb fuckery. Um, you know, th- this is the result of society failing us all. Um Yeah. <laughs> and and we need to start coming up with some fucking real solutions right. to start fixing it like yesterday.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and no, we, we were like born into this filth. This 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 filth you you know, I, I, I recently um put out an article on one of my blogs and I I, I said I said like, Are you a lazy brain? And a lazy brain is a person who doesn't have the ability to think harder. They they just look at the way things are, but they never look at the roots of the problem. They just look at the surface and they can never get like the root level fixed. They they just, they just go after the symptoms. They want the easy
0: answer. They want the bumper sticker. They want the, however many tweet characters fit in a tweet. Now they don't, you know, the, this is a, Continuing theme on Mindwave now, which I'm calling the death of nuance. It's just like people aren't willing to think for themselves anymore. They want prepackaged opinions injected into the back of their skulls by the fucking TV. Oh, So they can just be mindless sheep. And that sounds very kind of tinfoil hatty. I understand. But it's fucking true. People don't want to think for themselves anymore. It's incredibly sad. sad. You have this wonderful gift of a human mind. We're the only species in the known universe who can uh fucking do this and you guys waste your bandwidth on reality tv shows and fucking (laughs) stupid bullshit it's all stupid bullshit
1: uh it's gross (laughs) yeah and and have you ever seen that movie idiocracy
0: It's in my collection. I've never watched it. Oh, man. I I have a lot of these, like, rainy day ones. Like, I've never seen Carl Sagan's Contact, the movie adaptation of that before either. That's, like, my rainy day stash. I have a lot of those movies that I just have. I've never watched.
1: Like, we're, we're... We're really headed into you, you. You know, like the most ironic thing for me when I was working at that electronics store was this: like, we're supposed to like fix people's problems with like Wi-Fi and their internet going down, but then like that's what was happening in our break room. <laughs> it's a bit ironic, right? It's like- Shouldn't we be the professionals yeah. on here? But let, let me let me t- talk to you about like like a real like inhumanity first movement that I had over there, which was the moment when I remember that it was like I saw like you know when you work retail, it's like you know your your schedule is really erratic, and they don't they don't give a damn about like like your personal finances. They they give you like like a week where they'd only give you like one day to work that whole week, and then like another week they'd give you like six days in a row where you're working like nine hours straight. So it's like it's like all over the map. So then when I remember like I uh, I uh, like I only had like this Saturday to work, and that was the day that I found out that they were kind of saying like okay like your your seasonal thing is over, but then like I I walked to like the section of the toys. And, like, this guy, he was working with, like, he was, like, a computer fixer. And then he said, like, oh, I can't even believe the seasonals are still here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, like, it's going to die soon. And then I'm like, well, don't they, you know... Uh, care about their gaming section, and he's like, "No, not really. Like, section doesn't reproduce really that much, right?" So then, so then it's like, "Okay, so now we're just gonna like, you know, like like get rid of everybody and like not care." So it's like, "Okay, yeah." So you you know, like the stupid part is is that when they take you on, they're like, "Oh, so, you know, you're part of our family and want you to. start a part of our is Like, "Oh, wait a minute, you're not hitting your numbers." Okay, like just out. Bye.
0: Yeah. We're getting some connection issues. I hope it won't oh. come through in the final audio, but they're breaking right. out pretty bad. We, I definitely got the gist, uh, no, it's, it's very true. Cause that, you know, that hyper corporatized training here, right. Let's watch a hour, half an hour video about how to wash your hands. Right. And One it's so us. condescending, you know, like this is make sure you smile. And it's just like, Right, the, the whole yeah. fucking thing. So fucking condescending. Right. Yeah, and yeah. It's 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 it's, it's, it's like is a backwards. cult, and it's fucking. makes right. like the cult of they America. That, like, yeah, we're a team. You're one of us. You're one of the family. And then just like, oh well, yeah. Oh, the market doesn't value you anymore. Bye. Fuck off. <laughs> no one. No unemployment. You know. It's like Jesus. It's a result of, you know that there aren't there's not a market for a lot of these types of things anymore retail is an excellent example because who the fuck wants to go to a store and have a person try to tell them what to buy when amazon and facebook have been gaming their dopamine systems with algorithms that that feed them oh i know exactly what to buy and i can buy it online and it can be delivered to my house and isn't that better and that the same algorithms are used for everything, for music, for movies, for TV shows, for fucking everything, right. gaming our attention. They're right. figuring out what right. we want, figuring out the human desires, the key to fucking everything, to this economic transformation that we're seeing is because they're yeah. getting better at figuring it out and they're realizing they don't need somebody to stand in the lobby and go, oh, excuse me, sir. You know, like the sleazy car salesman, like that, that is going to be an obsolete job at some point. It's gonna be people aren't even going to buy cars. They're gonna tap a button on their phone. The car's gonna show up, drive them to where they want to go, and then fuck off. And it'll charge them like a dollar or whatever on their phone or however much, you know, pay for something. And Ultimately, we want this is the direction we want society to go, which is the fucked up thing. We want automation. We want to not have to do right. grueling, menial, fucked up right. jobs that pay almost nothing. Yeah, we we want to not have to do that stuff in the first place, but mm-hmm. like we there needs to be some kind of mechanism in place to ch- like get us through this transformation because like Andrew said, like what the fuck is everybody going to do? We can't retrain everybody and all of the fields, all of the jobs of the future are going to be like in STEM, which as Andrew says is like 8% of the job market right now. Are we really going to retrain 92% of the population? People, people who think the earth is 6000 years old or that chocolate milk comes from brown cows people with barely high school educations who grew up uh, coal miners and truckers and that sounds disparaging i'm not meaning to be it's the reality on the ground like and we're going to tell these people okay learn how to you know be a coder and learn how to build websites even though there's somebody's building an app that can do that that's going to replace you in a month you know right. it's just like
1: <laughs> there was a, there was actually there was actually a story of somebody who coded himself out of his own job.
0: Oh yeah, no, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> they right. make some advancement. They write some little bit of code. Um, in in season one, Tushar Guswami had, you know, made this point. It was just like. They, his uh, boss had asked him to, you know, do some kind of task of of arbitrarily counting something in a petri dish or something. I don't remember the details, but he's like, "No, I'm not going to do that. I'd much rather write a program, you know, that can right. do that." And it, it, in that movie, he's he's automating himself out of a job, and he's just like, he's the kind of person you you know, like right. people in these kind of fields, right. you get a team of together of developers, eight to 10, 12 people, and you can get rid of. of a company's jobs, like just based by basic shit that already exists. We're not even talking like literal humanoid robots. We're talking actuated, you know, arms and software and code and that's it.
1: Right. And and do you think they've ever had those conversations with us when we were going to school or when these kids are going to school right
0: now? You know, clueless. I am 1000% sure that they are not preparing this generation for the automation wave, I I think they're actually going to be much better off than we are. These, these kids had, had fucking iPads from age five. You know what I mean? They, they, they've had Facebook accounts since they were babies. A lot of these people, you know, so it's like they grew up in this, you know, in the attention economy age, they see, you know, like, the, the advertising algorithms at, at work. They see, you know, the outrage machine at play. They grew up in this shit. And for people closer to our age group, You know, like our first experience with the Internet was like, oh, I got an AOL CD. I can get a free demo, but I got to plug into the phone line and it's a whole thing. But then I get all my friends on AIM and I can go into chat rooms and it was just totally different fucking world. And that was like teenage years for me, you know. So these these kids are going to be fine. I'm one thousand percent sure that these kids, they're already fucking Light years ahead,
1: like. <laughs> well, well, but that's, but but that, but 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 what does that mean in terms of making me a job? Though, even though that they know this, it's still like I'm pretty good at you know, social media and all those things. But at the same time, like. You know, like I, 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 can't. You know, you know, what does that mean they're gonna manage like a social media account of like a big corporation or something like that? But, but they're still gonna be woefully unprepared for the economy that we're gonna have in the yeah. next. Who knows? Some time. of these kids
0: are already fucking millionaires, and all they do is make YouTube videos. Right. Yeah, I felt so fucking old the other day when, because uh, I'm, I'm in trying to invest in some more uh, visual effects stuff, motion VFX, um, you know, stock footage and, and stuff for putting the show up on youtube to since i'm not producing video content i want really cool graphics uh and i, I was like looking, you know all these free plugins and and whatever and it one of one of the uh i think it was for like a lightsaber one or like laser battles or whatever like programming those effects and it's like yeah click here for the tutorial and the kids literally like 10 years like hi guys my name is tyler i'm gonna teach you how to do <laughs> like and it was like i'm like oh my god I am so fucking old. I am so fucking old, and here, here I am asking this ten-year-old online how to teach me how to use computers. I'm like, oh, we're fucked, man. Like the get off my lawn thing. <laughs> we're gonna be those I'm old people sure. very soon. I'm pretty right, <laughs> right, right. sure.
1: But, but, but here, here, here's here's something different though. Just think about it. Like they could do that, but they're probably kids of what? Like parents from the suburb, at least middle class. Do you think that um, the kids that are their same age but come from a different economic background access all stuff? You, you you know you know what I'm talking about. So so it also has to do with money. Maybe their their, their parents have enough money to buy them things, to show them things, etc. Oh,
0: exactly. Yeah, no, totally not.
1: Or maybe their it's, parents have connections.
0: Yeah, this is what, why I think we need to empower the arts like one quadrillion percent, because that's one of those things that transcends those economic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no economic barrier to becoming an artist. Right. There's an economic barrier to becoming a, a successful artist. Because the market doesn't incentivize, you know, creatives generally, it wants pre-packaged shit, which explains stuff like the radio and the TV that don't creative minds. There's not super, a super valuable market for that right now. But I, I think if we changed that, you know, street art is a great example of, you know, like developing communities and stuff like we need to reinvigorate it all, man. And I think starting starting with the arts is a huge, huge like, good step.
1: I just thought something like instead of uh, powering the, I mean, was it, um, what is it? Um, uh, investing in the arts? We're like we're just investing in these old arts, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like that. Like what? What do we do? First? Seriously, nothing like they what like do, do you do you, like our economy means that like basically people are just you know pulling money out of thin air but not providing any value right so if you want to talk about like laziness and a sense of entitlement why don't you talk about that right
0: all right <laughs> and, and the the idea so condescending again so detached these people probably have no idea how much a gallon of milk costs and they're saying oh a thousand dollars a month is going to make people lazy uh excuse me bitch but they're, they're already lazy you try living on a thousand dollars a month yeah these people a, a lot of them never had to work a day in their fucking lives or trust fund babies you know what i mean so for them to tell the poors oh you just need to work harder it's it's so like let them eat cake which is why i understand this guy's kind of rise and let's drag him to the guillotine mentality because it is that fucked up um i obviously don't think that's the right approach i think conversation is a better approach than the uh uh let's whip out the torches and pitchforks and and start chopping people's heads off storming the castle stealing the treasure i don't i think that's the wrong move uh, but it, clearly something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? <laughs> this is not sustainable. But,
1: but what, what needs to be done is um, just just the, the, like, like meeting them at their own turf uh, and, and actually having these arguments with them. Because the whole pitch of some of these Republicans and conservatives or people against UBI is like, oh, well, they're just going off of like motions. But they don't have the data and the facts and the logic. It's like, bitch. We have that. Why don't you come and talk to us? You know?
0: Oh yeah. I mean it's a no brainer. Right. It's a mm-hmm. no brainer. Like, do you need a fucking a fucking laboratory study to prove that giving a homeless person a thousand dollars a month is gonna improve their lives? And and even if, even if that homeless person decided to st- decided to stay homeless because they wanted to, we have a lot of people like that here. Like that could that like they choose to be homeless here because it's a cool place to do it. You know, like there's a cool community for it. It's a funky old artsy town. So like, and the fact that we care that much about what other people spend their fucking money on is so condescending. It reminded me of that that um, the lazy boy. Track the one that says, why is marijuana not legal? Is it's a natural plant that grows in the dirt. That one, uh, it, it is just like I was, you know, talking about this mentality of like, oh, you don't give the homeless guy money, he's just gonna use it to buy drugs and alcohol. Well, that's what I'm gonna fucking buy it on. Why am I judging this guy?
1: Well, 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 well that, but, but like, but, like, isn't that what the Wall Street bankers exactly?
0: It's so fucking hypocritical <laughs> know, like, and condescending. You know, like, it's like, like these people like, don't. <laughs> Right. Like these people don't buy fucking thousand sh- dollars bottles of champagne, you know? Fuck you, <laughs> condescending bullshit.
1: Right? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Pete just spend it on alcohol in the wine The like the, the wine right? Cake, yeah. yeah. Like, like, well, well then I, <laughs> I, I mean, they're they're drinking. Dungeon. They shouldn't have money, right? <laughs> like, like all these donors, like, what, what, like we we give, we give them our tax dollars and they spend it on alcohol. Like, what is that, right? Right, right, uh, right, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, it's corporate welfare. It's reverse welfare. What well, The system we have now, we're using a, a <laughs> class of slave labor to provide welfare to the wealthiest fucking human beings who've ever existed. In tax cuts, in, you know, a a system that incentivizes offshoring, uh, in... in, in the hoarding of wealth and the exploitation of fucking labor. Like we're just like we're incentivizing all the fucking wrong shit. It, it, it's like, system one. It
1: is interesting, isn't it? So I I just like to see them pull themselves up by their bootstraps, right? Like why why don't we take away all of their wealth, start them at zero, put them in the middle of like crap town USA and sit where nobody knows them and say, okay, like make your fortune here <laughs> Right?
0: right and it's 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 fucked up. like I, I i made this um analogy on one of the previous ones it's like how fucked up is it to tell somebody to pull themselves up by their bootstraps if they don't have any fucking boots yeah and i i stumbled across uh just because the other day was mlk day and i stumbled out, he literally used the same thing the, paraphrase the exact same thing like how how cruel right. is it to tell a man with no shoes to pull himself up by his that's bootstraps. physically impossible like like, that, that's really yeah. the world that we live in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the analogy by you can't pull yourself right, up yeah. by <laughs> your own bootstrap because of how gravity works. I mean, you, I guess, conceivably, right. you might be able to like in microgravity, <laughs> but like the, <laughs> the analogy is already like you can't, you, you can't do that. That's why that's already analogy. But <laughs> right, imagine yeah. the added the extra layer of insult to injury to tell it to somebody who's in an even worse situation where they don't even have conceivable boots to grab onto. It's just
1: zero sense, right? It's, it's it's
0: infuriating, (laughs)
1: completely idiotic. And, and you could, could you imagine like, okay, like I'll just take away all your clothes and, you know, you know, leave you bare and tell you to pull yourself up by your jock straps when you're just in your underwear. Right. Like, (laughs) like what, what kind of idiotic, like, like, then why don't we just tell like step out? Like the government just said, like okay, you're not getting all this taxpayer funded bailout money. You just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, and when when yeah, the, exactly. Like a lot of these same people who make these <laughs> like, where's the money gonna come from? Arguments. So, I'm like, where where we're like, where's the money going? How many trillions of dollars has the Pentagon just gone? Oh, I don't know where it went. Like how many? Like for fuck's right. sake how how many how many billions of dollars a year do like, we spend we do? carpet bombing places in the fucking desert? You know, like it's insane. It's insane right. how much money it's already in the system is just being corrupted, exploited, hoarded. You know, all that, and and then they have the gall to say, "Oh, well, where's if we want to care about basic human well-being in the richest right. country on earth, where's that money supposed to come from?" Like, uh, how about you tell me where the fuck all this money is going and let's make sure it's going to shit yeah. that we value collectively as a society. Because uh-huh. if we're gonna value yeah. anything, like our own well being should be at the fucking top. Our own education Whoa. should be at the fucking top. Like that's a no brainer. Like, come on. What
1: about what about here? <laughs> Economic. It
0: should come before right. everything else. Like, of course, national security is a huge threat. You know, it, it's like, I'm very, I'm conservative, you know, defense-wise. I do think we need a strong military force, but, like, we need a smart fucking military force. Oh, you, bro- you broke up. I didn't catch that.
1: Oh, I said, what about economic terrorism?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, right? fuck. <laughs> There's shit tons of it. There's shit tons of it. Russia's a really bad actor in, in this particular, particular uh, area um, in terms of what they're doing and trying to, you know, disrupt... The economies of of western countries and you know break apart their special... but, but, I mean I mean
1: right here at home yeah. right, right 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 here at home where like you got you got people like um uh people who caused people to you know leave their homes in the 08 financial crisis and then they come back and they say like oh we're using our like philanthropy to like help out these people that but we were the reason why they lost their home
0: in the first place right it's 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 kind of kind of kind of the the banks fucked us over and then we paid them for it
1: yeah no like the banks like fucks this whole community over but then it's like then when you you go and then they're like oh would, would you like to take the time to like donate to the to the like shelter fund it's like but wait why is there a shelter fund in the first place it's because you gave all these people these toxic loans right like so, so, so basically, like, they're using this, like, philanthropy to excuse, like, their, their economic terrorism. It's like opening up a, a hospital in Africa, but the reason why all these Africans have Ebola is because you're the one who spread the virus, you know? it's it's like do the damage and then come back and say like oh but we're doing all this it's like it's like well yeah like like you know like stores have that policy like you break it you buy it you you basically like broke the economy but then you said oh well i can i can just like fix little pieces here and there but i'll need like your donations and your help it's like bitch like you you were the one who did this
0: right it's it's bp quote cleaning up an oil spill by using that shit <laughs> right. that just drags it all to the bottom and makes it whole bottom fucking uninhabitable for crustaceans right. and shit right what, what's that shit called oh it had such a condescending <laughs> fucking name too it's like clean it <laughs> right. or whatever uh it's super <laughs> right. clean up or whatever uh i'm, I'm actually sure. gonna and, this and- in real time uh because that's such a perfect analogy <laughs> corrects it that's what it was
1: right and and what we are uh what we are rv kind of like the externalities right it's that 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 have you heard of that word externalities
0: within well yeah but like within what like context like
1: uh with- Within context, so an basically like when a, a corporation like pollutes, like that's an externality. It has it has a cost to the society, but not a cost to them. Right. It's like right? built
0: into their. They don't have to give a shit right. about that because if they get fined, it's what they make in thirty seconds or something.
1: Something like that. Save. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's yeah. that's not now human labor. Has become like this externality, and the reason why that they probably want to, you know, um, uh, not hire people and uh, get um, uh, and and not care about their customers is because of corporate welfare itself. So you might say that corporate welfare is actually making companies yeah. lazy, absolutely, and to not do enough. Absolutely.
0: so fucking literally. this is exact <laughs> this is why like right? nobody nobody <laughs> so, <laughs> in the field right now can compete with andrew yang on these things and i think this is why we this is where we need to bring a right. conversation because nobody right. else has fucking answers no, no,
1: you you see like this this is what pisses me off about kind of like the the too liberal and like the bernie bernie people want to say like extreme wealth shouldn't exist it
0: shouldn't exist right right they they're saying billionaires shouldn't exist right. as as, a, as like a moral axiom. Yeah. I'm saying poor people shouldn't exist as a moral axiom. If we're gonna if we're gonna draw a fucking line, poor people shouldn't exist. I don't it, it, right. In a free society, if you can right. make a billion dollars, good for fucking you. I'd like to make a billion dollars. I don't. I don't want to have some greasy fucking hippie telling me that I right. can't earn money. Right? Like, get, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, it. it should we? Uh, should we incentivize corrupt behavior to create and sustain billionaires? Absolutely not. That's a separate conversation, but like their right to exist is not, it should not be in fucking question. And you see this a lot. Like I've (laughs) I've encountered this with, uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into outrage outrage machine shit here. I've, I've bumped into this with intersectional feminists who tell me that because I am white and have a penis, I shouldn't exist. Because of my the oppressive nature of of my people over countless generations or whatever, like white men should be exterminated, and I'm like, do you guys not see how that might be like too far? (laughs) Come on, right?
1: Exactly. Like that's that's why we have this gap, like because people like talk to each other with these already with these these biases, and they just want to confirm it, so they're not looking to listen to the person on the other side; they're just looking to respond just like okay okay like like even before you talk they're just looking for for a response without even listening
0: reactionary right everything is reactionary and it's split second and it's usually like based off of like not even a headline but like a keyword you yeah. just assume oh it trigger it's, it, it's that fucking dopamine it's that outrage trigger that's built into social media as one of its primary fucking functions to trigger you. Mm -hmm. I didn't even read the article. I didn't even see who posted it. I'm, I'm so mad. Can you believe that this fucking happened? That's why I'm glad that at the very least, they're starting to bring fact checkers in, but people conspiracy minded. People are like, Oh, the fact checker says that it's wrong, which just proves that it's right. You know, it's like they're in on it. Oh yeah. They're part of the big conspiracy.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, right. uh,
1: Right, it's it's have If it's, it's Pavlov's bell, if if anything, you know, like like that, like when they when they when he rang that bell and the dogs would salivate, it's it's that on like a big level. It's like a zombie creating machine. It's it's
0: terrible. oh, it totally you is. Know,
1: you, and, and you know, what's you. what's funny, like, yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, I was going to ask if you're are you familiar with the work of Tristan Harris?
1: A little. I heard that name before. I forgot what he did.
0: Phenomenal guy. phenomenal He he used to work as one of these people who. Um, you know, as one of the people who created this, like, the gaming of oh, our yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Facebook basically, that, through algorithms and the, the economy, you know yeah. the attention yeah 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 gaming people's attention and now he's one of the ones speaking out about you know the what, responsible use what, of this technology we need to right. build some ethical what's, frameworks right, into it right. a fantastic fucking guy right. I'd what's, highly recommend his work What's really uh, ridiculous listeners
1: what is, is, that, is that like the, 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 I don't care like how educated the person is like I've seen a lot of like you know quote unquote academic who are supposed to be the ones who are like supposed to be the intelligent right direction, like more reactionary and angry and, you know, like, like full of rage. It's like, aren't you supposed to be like the people who are the opposite of that? You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Isn't academia supposed to be the pinnacle of free thought and expression? Yeah. That is a whole series basically on its own. I'm covering that within the outrage machine. Um, series, but yeah, there's it especially in academia, there is a lot that needs to be like we need to reclaim some serious discourse there immediately because what's happening is fucking terrifying. It's eroding the very foundations of what academic Freedom is, you know, the freedom of thought, the freedom of expression, the core values that our fucking society is built on, and they're being undermined and attacked. People are being deplatformed. You know, I'm sure there's somebody out there yeah. saying, like, oh, well, you think we should let a Nazi come talk? I'm like, well, no, just don't invite the fucking Nazi yeah. in the first place. Like, I, I, I or just don't go or stand outside and peacefully protest, like use your own freedom of thought and expression to like, don't be like, Oh, that person isn't allowed to think or say that like, fuck you get out. (laughs) And I think more professors do need to say, no, fuck you get out. (laughs) Like college should be like that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we're not going to fucking hold your hand and sugarcoat everything and, and spray everything with a little sparkly veneer to make it fucking. And you can go like, Snack on it peacefully in your little safe space, and get your fucking trigger warnings. No, I think this, they right. need to knock that and, shit off and, and way yesterday.
1: What What's really gross about all of this that I can't stand is that now there's like a whole, um, uh, like uh, uh myriad or th- th- there's like a whole brigade of these um billionaires and millionaires who are woke. You know, you know, you know they're 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 billionaires, but they're into things like gay rights and you know, like um, feminism and climate change and gun control. But they use that as like a front to to do these like evil, harmful business practices within the community that like makes people poor. But they use their a political correctness is like a front to like don't give a shit about like the way that I'm financially like harming people and destroying people's lives at least like I'm a super lefty you know oh
0: <sighs> so much man there and this is like <sighs> It's overwhelming at times, I mean, because there, there's so much it to fix, and it, which is why I totally get the just the people who are ready just to fucking burn it to the ground or like bring on the asteroid is totally explains how Trump got elected in the fucking first place because it's yeah. too fucking broken and nobody we have never had anything but the lesser of two evils as an option. This is the first fucking time we don't have to pick from the lesser of two fucking evils. And it might be the last chance we ever get, guys. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I was warning about this because like if Yang doesn't win, God forbid, hopefully in some alternative reality and not in this one, like we're gonna have Trump 2.0 like, could you imagine after like a Biden or a Klobuchar or Buttigieg, even Sanders, we could get Trump 2.0 if we do not get a Yang elected. And that is scary. Eh?
0: Yeah. I mean, even beyond that, like Yang's vision is bolder. It's more empowering. It's going to do right. more to change anything. So even if any of the other guys do win, not much is going right. to change. Joe Biden said him fucking self. Oh, don't worry about you rich people. Nothing's going to change for you. We're just going to, you know, like try to help the poor is more at some like bougie ass fundraising dinner. That was probably $50,000 a fucking plate with, you know, champagne and caviar. These fucks. Ugh.
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and then like that, then that, that money probably just like 2% of it actually goes to the
0: poor. Right? Oh, you know? I, if, if anything, right, if, right, if, exactly. So- there was a great South park episode about, Oh God, South park is so fucking fantastic. Yeah. I was just reminded of the, I just got the safe, safe, the safe <laughs> space right. song stuck in my head. But the, uh, the, the reality uh-huh. as, as the bad guy,
1: yeah, yeah, the reality liberal. intruding yeah, into like see that like life isn't just one big liberal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was, that was- <laughs> right. Good job. Good job patting yourselves on the yeah, back. You feel better yeah. about yourselves. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like, how much That's did you pay? So Like, weird. yeah, it was fucking great. I, uh, yeah. I will love South Park for fucking ever in a day. Um, before before we wrap it up and get into plugs and stuff, like we we've been asking. Just generally, because humanity first means a lot to a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So like if you had to condense your answer of like, really, if you had to take humanity first down to like the meaty, meaty core, like the root of it, what what does it mean to you?
1: Uh, hmm. That's interesting. It it just means where you can have a sense of purpose. And you're living life as a person, constantly being something. Why is that? I enjoy the you know, to be triggered or angry and frustrated by something, but at least kind of like
0: live as humans, <laughs> something I mean, like that. Just like that very basic acknowledgement,
1: right? Just, right. Like, like you, you, you know, you know, like you're 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 kind of like a kid, and you're growing up, and it's it's like there, there isn't this frustration or anger or hatred. It's just like. Okay, like flooring. I'm just finding out the people and the things around me, like what they are and what significance they have, you know, like, like back to that kind of basicness, but but at the but at the same time, not 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 so like, like, you're, you're, you're figuring out like your own power to like, what, what, what good can you in the world or like, what value can you create? But it's like, it's, it's like a genuine value, not just a value that's attached to the market. Because ever since you were young, you've been, you know, like, like school brainwashed you to go against your own best interests and not think about, you know, who you are and what you want and how curious you are. You kind of stripped that away from you. And then when you left, you got to start all over. So Humanity First is just like getting back to... I Oh, I like before I went through school and had all these biases and shit like that, I was just like a human, like exploring and wondering and thinking and being curious. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. We beat that out of our kids culturally. And this I, I got into this um, the other night with uh, my friend Lena and I was like legit crying. I could I could not stop crying for like half an hour, 45 minutes, just bawling like a little baby because it is that return to childlike wonder, you know, like, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson makes this point of like, OK, when the kids pull the pots and pans out of the cupboards and they start banging them, you know, you go, no, don't stop that. That's annoying. But they, for the kid, that's an experiment in acoustics, you know, but we beat that curiosity out of them. No, fall in line. Wear your uniform. And and they lose that. Eventually, they lose that drive to explore what's over that next hill. What can I achieve? What am Who am I? What am I? Uh, right. You know, and,
1: and you know. the the most sickening part of it is then when we we put them through the meat grinder and then they come out on the other side, then we tell them to go back to what we beat out of them before.
0: And that's (laughs) you know you know what yeah
1: you're you're supposed to be more creative. You're supposed to be an entrepreneur. You're you're now 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 that we fucked everything up with the economy, now now use your like creativity and create your own opportunities and like don't complain. It's like motherfucker, you you took that all away. Before. Remember when we already had that and you beat it out of us and now we've came out on the other side and now you're telling us to go back to that.
0: Right. (laughs) Remember when we had an actual music industry where you could have a hope of becoming an actual musician? Everything now is pre-programmed, written by robots. There are no real fucking artists left. You cannot succeed as a musician in in today's economy. You can get a fandom on like YouTube, social media, whatever. You can get a lot of supporters, but you don't have a serious career. And even if you do get into the official music business, there's not really money in concerts and touring anymore. Albums, you're not really, you're not going to sell physical albums anymore because people can stream your shit by buying a fucking you know, paying a couple bucks a month to some streaming service. So you're, there's no, you know, this is another one of those fucking things. It's just like in that process of streamlining and making everything faster and easier and more efficient, it lost all content, like value, like the volume is just, uh, it's just uh, some hollow husk of (laughs) pretend bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, it, it totally is. And I cannot stand fucking music for that exact right. reason. I don't listen to anybody's music really, or I try not to. I have very, very few artists that I actually will actively listen to and support because, and they're genuinely fucking rad creators because that's where the value is, you know, like for me, um, that is, that is a, um, a note for a quick plug in the new, on the new website, uh, Media. There is going to be a part built in to the MindWave universe, which I'm calling the sandbox, which we're using as an open creative space for anybody in the universe to highlight and share their creative work. Um, And then also, kind of like, have our top tier, all star kind of ranked uh, content creators that we just like to support and send people their way. So, this is a function that I very much want to fill as you know like my role as you know, in Studio Stargazer and in, in Mindwave I've talked about texture before this is a, a new library that I'm building up for other content creators of of sound design sound effects theme songs music I'm trying to I'm designing stuff specifically for people so like I will write you specifically a, a theme song for your show or whatever uh, I'm trying to do much more of that improve use my creative skills to like help other people improve their creative skills if you have a show if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'm very much a person who will help you do that because i i understand the importance of creative work you have value to contribute listener to the world whoever you may be uh so yes that that is uh end of plug for creator Sandbox right. and Mindwave Universe, which you should absolutely go check out because the website is getting a huge fucking overhaul. Right. I'm super and excited. Me- <laughs> this is actually already going to be out by the time the new yeah. things up. But
1: and then I'll just uh, put in my channel. It's uh, revolutionary thinking on YouTube. And um, also remember that, like, we don't don't be afraid to. Uh, argue or you know um uh, with with people who disagree and and to reach out and to give suggestions or any comments that you have because i can i can i can tell you that what what we're doing with andrew yang and this whole humanity first movement it do, it's it's not just about like emotionally you know being happy even though that's a big part of it and i love that part it's just that it just it just makes sense now it just makes sense now. So if you ever come across people telling you that, oh, this will never work and it's a bad idea and it's high in the sky, you just, you I, I just got all the facts and the data lined up. And and those, the, the, this is the problem. Those people are supposed to be on the defensive, not us. We should be on the offensive. We should be fighting for this. And if the, the other people want to, Defend what we have right now. I just have a treasure trove on why our system is actually dysfunctional, stupid, and broken, and why it has to be changed. Or we're all pretty much doomed. So I want to see that. Just go to revolutionary thinking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I will make sure to not only plug that in the show notes, but feature you as well in the sandbox, so that people can have an easy way to over your channel you make a really good point though is that that kind of argument oh it'll never work well hold up hold up even if it doesn't work isn't it worth trying it's like solving climate change people make the same oh we'll never we're so small we'll never be able to tackle climate change even if we do it we'd have to get all the other countries to do it can you fucking just stop that kind of reasoning altogether people out there <laughs> like I, I posted this meme the other day just like there a huge crowd of people were like 80 percent of them were like andrew yang never he he'll never win he doesn't have a chance i'm like yeah if you guys would all stop saying that he would win in a fucking landslide stop
1: <laughs> yeah and, and ask yourself this you you think that what andrew yang is thinking about will never work does what we have right now work we 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 yeah. have so many that people who, who, who we, we have a majority of this country who are poor. Like is no no in of itself it it what we have now does not work anyway. So at least you know we're taking a chance on something and 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 then and what's the worst that could happen? Because the worst that yeah. can happen can't be any worse than what's going on right now.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like fighting climate change. Well, what's the worst? What's the worst that can happen? Cleaner air and cleaner water. Can we not all agree that that's a good idea? Like, you know, and it it it, when again this comes back to people just being so detached from like they've never had that amount of insecurity where if they lost their job they could lose everything, or if they had a hospital bill or a car breakdown. The a, a, an unexpected yeah. expense of four or five hundred dollars is enough to send people to sleep under a fucking bridge with their kids these days. That should not be acceptable to anybody in the richest country on earth. That should not be acceptable. That of uh, by no fault of your own, if your car breaks down or if you're in an accident, then you're screwed. You know, and and we have our insurance systems now, which are just gamed and exploitative, and are meant to trap you. It, it, it's it's just like the, ugh, the whole fucking thing is broken. It's so broken. It's it's, it's
1: like why is everything in this this so called land of the free trapping you? What if the land of the free doesn't that like Freedom from poverty, freedom from knowing that if one little expected thing happens, you're not going to be trapped in, like, a cycle of not being able to afford anything and not getting anywhere in life. I'm telling you, for a country that calls ourselves, like, free, we we are most certainly not free. We are most certainly,
0: yeah, not that free. No, we are not, and we are the country who almost single-handedly eradicated slavery on earth and we're perpetuating it now with our own citizens except now right. it's within an economic model as opposed to a literal shackles right. and whips it's functionally the same it's slavery with extra steps as rick might say right. uh well, well,
1: you know it, it's insane when you think about like at least the slaves had like a shelter and food and like water, but now like modern day slaves can even lose that.
0: <laughs> like yeah. It- yeah, this is a very, very, very- we're going to tread very carefully on this line. We don't want to piss people off. But yeah, no, there was kind of like a, you're my property, there's your house. They were, right. they were treated like dogs, basically. There's right. the dog house, there's your bowl with water. There was a kind of basic decency right. built into it. Even if you go as far back as biblical law, yeah, right. you know, there, the, the in the Bible, you know, it teaches like, you know, you're, you should beat your slave to make sure that they're subservient, but don't beat them too hard because you don't want to blind them. You don't want to cut off their arm or whatever because you want them to still be able to work for you. So there's this kind of crude medieval ethic, even within slavery, that seems to be gone now where we don't even All give right. a fuck yeah. if people have access to clean drinking water or a fucking roof over their heads. <laughs> Boom. That's my fucking rant. I think. <laughs>
1: uh yeah and and we're so proud of of like how technologically advanced we are but you know technology without ethics you might as well just be a caveman right exactly
0: exactly (laughs) well this was fucking fantastic i'm so glad that i finally got you back on uh this is going to be a fun one for season two for sure uh i will make sure to send people your way over to revolutionary thinking and highlight you on Thank the you. website, and uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming Excellent. on the show and making the time for yeah. me and uh, hanging yeah. out.
1: It's, it. it's always a pleasure to be here. I'll just say this one last thing: like, don't be a lazy brain, you guys. I, I have an article on that. Just think harder. The the the, the biggest thing that's destroying you know our communities today are people that don't want to think. They just they just want to be lazy brains. But when you're not a lazy brain and you think harder, all these problems that you think are so complicated and so crazy. We can we can easily fix them. It just it just takes the thinking harder.
0: Yeah, yeah. Make America think hard, baby. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I fucking Excellent. love it, man. That's what this is. That's what Mind is all about. I mean, it goes well beyond Andrew's campaign. It's just like, can we can we right. please start thinking again? We have a brain for because we're not doing right. it, and it's it's destroying us. Yeah, let's let's fucking use it. And I I love that, man. I'm I am. i am will almost certainly have you back on for for something else, you know, cause mind Wave is going to go a million different directions. And it, we, we right. resonate. We are wavelengths sync up on quite a few different things. So I have a feeling that we'll be chatting again in the future. And I'm going to try to plan for the end of season two. I'm going to try to plan a big fucking humanity first party where we get everybody uh back together, kind of like a high school reunion. I tried to do that with season one and it did not work out. So anybody who was looking forward to that, I apologize uh, we will try for a season two party. Uh, I think it's going to be fucking great. Uh, it's been amazing being a part of this humanity first, um, thing at whatever capacity. So, uh, thank you for listening and participating in it with us. And, uh, I think that's it for me. I am Jenner. I'm the host of mind Thank you, Ariel, for joining me today. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll talk to you soon, man. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You have a really good taste in podcasts, clearly. So you probably also have a good taste in friends and know somebody who would enjoy the show as much as you do. So share the love. It's what we're all about. Special thanks to the friends of the show who make it possible. Rob J. Wilson, Corey Wilcox, Phil Ord, Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, and Boone Hem. Join the Mindwave universe at mindwave.media to be a part of the Mindwave journey with us. Also, make sure to check out the other content creators in the Mindwave sandbox and please help us support their work a follow on twitter at mindwave podcast if you think i'm cute you can follow me at mindwave jenner and if you think i'm annoying wait until you see my twitter at mindwave josh thanks again for listening guys we'll talk to you next time The Mind Wave podcast is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.